This week, sex being used to sell everything, including coffins, and the world's most boring game of Clue. You're listening to The Fake Outrage Report. Hello and welcome to another riveting edition of The Fake Outrage Report. My name is Phil Causey, and with me as always is the uh, better educated browner and the very well-dressed on the Sunday, Sandeep Sen. Uh, yeah, you know, you never know when you just want to put on something, a button-down shirt. Yeah, you're that, no, that counts as well-dressed for Phil, is like if you just have a shirt that with buttons. <laughs> yeah, I've got a flannel button-up over there. Okay. But it's a flannel work shirt, though. It's not, it's not the... You have, like, an office shirt, though, on on a Sunday. What What's going on with this? You know, I had... You just reach in, and it's all... You know, the thing with men's clothes is like, ooh, you dress nicely. Oh, you dress trashly. It's like the exact same comfort level of... <laughs> It's the exact same. It's like a cotton shirt with buttons or there's like a blazer. But like it's that the blazer isn't really like less comfortable than like women have to like wear uncomfortable clothes and, and when they look good and then Yeah, and heels and shit. Heels yeah. can't be comfortable. Heels and like things that are like form fitting and tights and uh but you know, you we just like you you reach some you reach you put on something and it's like a it's like a shirt that you don't really feel. Yeah, I don't, I it's mean, it's great to be a man. That's another yet another advantage of being a man is you can just yeah. get credit for being well dressed when you're just wearing something that just looks the exact same as something that's not well dressed. It is it is definitely part of male privilege to be a little dressed, schleppy, or nice, just kind of on a whim. Yep, another win, another win for the men. That's right, penises in the house, except for our guest. <laughs> yeah, we'll Ooh, take a minute as we always do up front to meet our uh, our guest, the third voice you're going to be hearing today, uh, Jess Fleischer. Welcome to the show. Hello. Also, Sandeep is wearing uh, sandals in his own apartment. Why are you wearing shoes? Yeah, oh, these seriously. Are, these are sandals. Do you wear slippers always here? No. That's very but, formal. Uh, That's the most formal part of your outfit. They're, <laughs> why these, are, are, these are slippers that you're... But why are you wearing shoes at all? It's your own apartment. Yeah. I could, right. uh, I, I'm very you know, they're, happy. They're just lying around and, you know, I was walking around. They, they're they kind of cushioned. I'm happy that our guest today is also grilling you on your fashion. This You're a real is, fancy uh, man and I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, living large. You are I'm a man who appreciates wearing the fancy things. slippers. That's the most fancy part. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know there was such thing as fancy slippers, but uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know either. But they are. They do have a nice cushion. Do you know my grandma yells at me a lot because I'm always barefoot and apparently you shouldn't be barefoot because people in mourning are barefoot. So people in mourning in mourning. Yeah. Jewish people in mourning are barefoot. So she always yells at me when I'm yes. barefoot. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. yeah, well, so just be you like are... you're lamenting the, the state of the world. No, it's true. You can't... So let's talk about our, our guest for a minute. Now yes. you prefer Jessica or Jess? Mm, Jess. Jess. Right, yes. So Jess, you are a Jewish uh, person. <laughs> okay. you're a Jew. now, I know. I just want to say one thing, dude, last night uh, on, on the way around the, the village, going to spots and doing the things that we do, I got stopped uh, like four times last night by uh preteen jewish boys asking me if i was mm, jewish because yeah. apparently i look jewish a little bit no i got the nose though i got uh, the nose okay okay yeah I'd, yeah if you told me you're jewish i wouldn't be like no oh yeah but no would you be like no i don't think you look jewish to me but okay well not not jewish enough for jess okay no. fine uh jewish so, enough for sandy not so for these me. guys yeah. <laughs> these guys definitely were meet my jew criteria yeah. asking me you know are you jewish and all uh-huh. this stuff happy hanukkah yeah, yeah. And i just want to say that dude it was cold as fuck last night and they had these like 12 13 year old jewish kids hustling around trying to hand out menorahs to other jews in that weather like i respect the hebrew hustle like holy fuck that Wait, is what some... were what were they trying well, to you're do? never going to get asked if you're jewish because you're brown but like, right uh, no, I, I apparently, because I have the nose, people often think I'm Jewish. And I guess they were just asking people. I asked one of them 
what why they were doing that and he didn't want to tell me they like want to keep it a secret <laughs> i don't think but it's a secret one of the other let ones us in let no, us in i think the, they're trying to get jews to be more religious yes. so like they'll ask you to light candles or like have you been asked like on sukkot to like shake a lulav which is like a like a stick i don't know what that is it. but yeah yeah they'll ask like people to come if you look like a secular jew they'll like really target you <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I, I, this is the, racial pro- profiling. Like yeah. you look Jewy enough to be stopped, but not Jewy enough that they think you're doing this on your own already. Yeah, um, it's apparently I'm in that group. Yeah, and I so I asked one of them, you know, hey, what are you uh, doing? And he goes, oh, you know, we believe that every Jew should have a menorah on Hanukkah, and so I guess they were giving out like tiny little menorahs. But that's kind of cool. I thought that was. That's a fun thing. Did you go on uh, the mitzvah tank? A lot of time they, they have like a van where you can go on and like like candles. No, because here's the thing. I feel like if I lied to them and said, yes, I was. Yeah. And if they, they'd figure it out pretty quick. So I don't know any like the basic prayers or anything of the Jewish faith. You yeah. know what I mean? I'd be like, our father. And they just stab me. <laughs> no, they would <laughs> be know? like, we can teach him everything. They would love that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the reason why I bring the Jew thing in the conversation is we, we were we were talking a minute ago about how Sandeep has a thing for Jewish women. Mm. Well, I thought I did because I I felt like, <laughs> <laughs> no because I feel like I get along with Jews better than every race, including Indians in my in my experience. Mm-hmm. So then I joined okay. uh, I joined J Swipe, which is nice. like a Jewish dating. It's kind of like how I joined Deal Mill one time. Yes, exactly. Trying to meet brown women. Yeah. Uh, did you? Absolutely. No. no, no, they didn't like me. They're like, no, he's white. He's why is he on here? Mm. Yeah, then I then I went out with some some Jewish women, and I realized that Jews are just as annoying as every other race. But just I, I happen to have be I happen to the the Jewish people I happen to know are a lot of doctors and comics who are the best people, you know. <laughs> so I just realized that I, that's why. But the you know everyone else is just uh, well as the annoying. big diagram of Indians and Jews. Yeah, there's a lot of lawyers and doctors of both of the uh, right, you know, and comics. And well, yeah, I guess, well the Jews are way Jews more definitely comics. have more comics and more bankers, and yeah. Indians have more Dunkin' Donuts. Um, that's. Yeah, so, small business. Yeah, small well, business. We're getting owners. the banks. I think the banks might be. Yeah, I guess. Uh, we're, I like we're how I was trying to make a joke and you just whited it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. yeah, small business owners. So good yeah. tip. So Jess, what do you have going on project wise right now? Project wise, what does that mean? Well, any shows you're promoting, podcasts you're promoting, uh, or are you just trying to, you know? Meet a nice Jewish boy. I really am. Honestly, Sandy, once you said I know a lot of Jewish doctors, I stopped paying attention to anything else you were saying. You know what I mean? Like, why? Do Don't you, you know any? Jewish doctors? Yo. You're Jewish. No. Introduce where, where her. Would I Let's meet get Jewish it going. Doctors. In your through your Jew through the you, the menorah thing that through, you just talked about. <laughs> I at don't your like temple. stand and wait for like Hasidic Jews to pull in a guy and then I pounce on. Like, what do you think I do? Dude, don't you go to Jewish parties? Are there? Don't you go to a Purim party? Go to a Purim party. I'll take you to a Purim party. There'll be some goddamn doctors. Okay, first of all, Purim is many months away. Right, but well, we could you know. we should go to the matzah ball, which is my favorite Jewish event. Have you guys heard of the matzah ball? Yeah, but no, right. The uh, matzo ball. There are some doctors there. Isn't that a soup? Yes, but also a place where lonely Jews go on Christmas Eve because they have nothing else to do. Sandeep, you've right. just, you just found the place you're going to meet your Jewish wife at. I'll go to, yeah, we'll go to the matzo ball. I'll, you go to matzo ball with me? That's I'll, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll mingle. I'll find, oh my God. I'll find Jewish doctors. <laughs> can you, look, I'm going to be at work that night, but can you guys please just like either Snapchat or Instagram? I, I want to see Sandeep <laughs> getting drunk and trying to hit on Jew, very Jewish women. Yeah. I need to see it in real <laughs> yeah, yeah. time. This is. <laughs> Those Jewish women mean business. If you're at the matzo ball, you are serious. W- serious about what? About finding someone of the Jewish persuasion. Where, where is the matzo ball? Okay, so it's used, a secret. it used to be Only at Jews many are allowed, no, clubs. Don't like say it. In the heyday, I, I've been going for like a decade. I didn't go last year, but in the in its heyday, it, w- it would be at like five different clubs and there would be like limos shuttling Jews between the various locations. 
Oh, do you have to be Jewish to go? No. And there were always non-Jews who were there. But okay. like, if you're very Christian, you wouldn't go because you'd be at home on Christmas. Right. That's true. Now, I, when you go to Jewish social events, yes. and there are a ton of them in New York City, you're mm. not, you're having trouble finding. I don't go to a lot of them. And oh, well, there you go. And they're very female heavy. They're very, very female heavy. Get out. Oh, really? Mm. Really well, you now? You guys should go. You guys should go. Mm. Does well, that now, surprise you? Now I'm in. Yes. I, well, dude, here's, here's the thing. Like, it, every event ever or any be it live or a dating site or any event whenever it's like a social event to meet people and date people usually and sandy back me up in this it's like 80 percent dudes what all the time everywhere yeah you, i is. always hear that there's all these it's like a nine to one you always hear these stats and yeah, i don't in new york city yeah no yeah it, but you go to a bar and i never see that yeah no you go to a bar and you're competing with all the broskies and fucking dickheads all the time yeah like where so apparently i've always asked this question where are these events where there's more women Apparently, it's it's the Jewish yeah. social events. We yeah, just yeah. fucking we're, we're striking gold here, Sandeep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Done. All right, you all guys right. matzo ball. Yeah, yeah. Matzo ball. Wow, you guys ready to get into? And some that's outrage? the cutest name. I just want to go to the matzo ball. It's fun. Right. Yeah. I wonder if right, do you any guys use a pickup line of like, hey, you want to come home and play with my matzo balls? Yeah, that would work. That would work on me. Do you know I used to? I one year I went. <laughs> I had like a headband that had like mistletoe on it. I was real down to find a Jew. It, isn't mistletoe like a non-religious, like a? That's a Christian thing. But yeah, whatever. she's oh, just trying to make out with someone. Dude. And they, like, they, were, her... they were cool with that. There, they're think, cool yeah. with that. Yeah, they're, it's fun. I wasn't. Try, I wasn't trying to convert anyone. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, as a headband. There we go. Yeah. So, if any fellows out there want to convert and meet Jess, go to Maltzabel. Why do you need a Jewish person? <laughs> I don't need an Indian person. Why does? Why does everyone need it the really, exact it really same thing? It really annoys. Me. I mean, I don't need it. But yeah, like... that's yeah, that's kind of a weird question to why ask. Why does everyone? need the thing that they are their parents are do what, your parents want you to uh, marry an indian girl I, at this point they will settle for they'll settle, yeah. yeah they'll settle male for female fucking, yeah what about whatever you are phil do your parents want you to, whatever i am yeah. I, i'm like a dude who got catholicism forced on him okay like i understand parents want them the kid to marry whatever they are but why what's the drive with the kid yeah what, what do you care i mean sure here's the thing it's more about culture than it is about um or class rather than it is about like race or anything like that. Like if I brought home someone who was like super hood, my parents would be fucking pissed. Mm. But it, I don't think they give a shit about like religion or race. I think but you they said just want they wouldn't like cool. the Indian girl. They would be. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They're fine with anyone except Indians. No, I, I, I think I think that they they'd be cool with the Indian girl because she'd be like, oh my god, you brought home somebody non-white, and I'd be like, she's a lawyer, and they'd be like, oh, never mind. <laughs> like, it'd be that kind of kind of situation there. Anyway, let's get into some outrage, guys. Right. Uh, you know, let's do a choose our own adventure episode because we for, totally forgot to plan out what we were doing today. Jess, we're gonna do both stories, but do you want to go with uh, naked chicks on coffins or? Uh, mm -hmm. Yogurt punishment. <laughs> I'm gonna go naked chicks on coffins. Yeah, I right. think just the way you describe both of those, you have to go with naked yeah. chicks on coffins. I mean, you do, but they're both good. They're both appealing, kind of ridiculous stories. I think this is gonna be an international episode today. So, this story comes to us from Poland, where all the, right, a first. No, I think because wasn't the, the Hitler socks company wasn't that also Polish? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> yes. We've done a lot of weird stories on this show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the Linder company, who is a coffin making company, cough, I don't know if you, you wouldn't even say manufacturing, maybe you'd say coffin craftsmen, coffin smiths. <laughs> I don't know how you'd say that, but they're a company that makes coffins and they just released or they announced rather their 2019 coffin calendar, <laughs> which yes, the 2019 <laughs> collection, <laughs> which is, which features 
Naked women posing with their coffins. It's almost like you want to die in 2019. These coffins are so nice. (laughs) And by the way, this is the 10th year they've been doing this this calendar, which I find to be hilarious. Maybe there's an outrage every year, or maybe this is one of those things that people are deciding to be upset about now for no goddamn reason, because welcome to 2018. Uh, And the main people who are mad at this are just religious people, mostly the Catholic Church, saying that the coffins with naked chicks calendar is tasteless and inappropriate so it's kind of like you know a car calendar or what you know a car show but they're doing it with coffins so they're just having chicks. well no car shows are bikinis these girls are actually naked okay so it's like the next level up and the uh the linder company responded by saying that it is their trademark <laughs> To combine opposites, opposites in this case apparently being a beautiful naked body and perfect exclusive coffins. So these yeah. are like badass gourmet coffins, I guess. It's like, guys, this is our thing. You, this is we do the naked chicks on the coffins. That's kind of like our brand. Yeah, yeah. When you think when you think death, you think hot naked girls. <laughs> yeah. If you want a conservative <laughs> coffin that you associate with just death, go to our competitors. But. You know, we we want in the afterlife, we want to, you know, get you a head start on those virgins. And they market this as the last bed you'll ever sleep in, which is, I think, the best tagline for a coffin company. (laughs) (laughs) The only bed you'll need. Now, uh, Jess, how do you how do you feel about using sex to to sell coffins? I hate it. I hate it. I am (laughs) pro outrage. This is ridiculous. Because here's the thing. I do not like to be anywhere near nudity when I am with family members. And that's who you're with when you're picking out coffins. You don't want to look at naked people while you're like grieving mother or father is next to you. Like you don't want like to have to awkwardly deal with sex while you're also sad. So I am anti. I I think that's the best time to be having some sex when you're sad. Helps you get over whatever you're. uh, This is a terrific argument. This is like when I'm watching TV with my parents, if there's anything remotely sexual, we all get very, very uncomfortable. So why do I want to deal with that while there's like a mortician next to me also? This is another thing. This is another reason why I love Jewish people. They they, they (laughs) fucking get normal. They have normal parental child boundaries. I fucking talk to white people. Yeah. You talk to Dude. white people and they're yeah. just like, yeah, I smoke pot with my no, parents. And, no, no, oh, no. I talk to my damn mom about no. sex and Ugh. then she recommends vibrators. And you're no, like, what gross. the fuck is up with white people? Mm, yeah. uh, Phil, what's up with white First of people? all, that is extremely racist to uh, <laughs> generalize us like that. <laughs> Second of all, I love how you've basically just used this entire episode to uh, market yourself to Jewish women, hoping that some of Jess's friends will hear this episode. Sure. That's pretty goddamn funny. Yeah, we, we're, 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 this episode is going to come out in time to be heard before the matzo ball. Yeah, so if you guys, if you, uh, guys, if you ladies want to meet a, a hot Indian doctor, apparently matzo ball in NYC Christmas Eve. Anyway, back. No, but you hear this, right? Like amongst your friends, the one you talk, white people talk to each other and you're just like, yeah, we smoke pot together. I've done lines with my mom. And it depends on the. the crazy. Yeah, we I watch sex. More, it ain't no big deal. First of all, you're only talking to Rachel Joan last week's guest about that. She, she and her. Oh, it's, like, I hear, I have this conversation all the time with like. No, my, like, my parents what are. What is this? What is going on? Dude, with, my mom was my fucking ccd which is catholic sunday school teacher she's very um religious conservative and my dad is like a you know guy who who legitimately voted for huckabee in the primaries back in 2012 so like no i don't have that relationship i get uncomfortable as well with the movie usually honestly if i want to watch a movie with my parents i'll watch it first 
to make sure it's appropriate for their viewing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We <laughs> were watching the Romans, yeah. which is a boring history show on Netflix. And then all of a sudden there's like a graphic sex scene. I'm like why? This is unnecessary. You should put like something in the description, which shows are appropriate to watch with immigrant parents. I well, think it's I was too. trying oh to write God. this bit once. They should have a, they should have a rating yeah. system. Oh yes. man. The PG 13, yes. you can show tits yeah. in PG 13. They need an immigrant ratings. Yeah. They need an yes. Indian rating system. Like, yeah, PG, like parental guidance if you're white, you know, yeah. or not, oh, if you're Indian, like PGI. Now, you know, it's it's funny. As I get older, though, my mom has been loosening up to the idea that I might have touched a breast in my adult life. Because, uh, like, recently, <laughs> this is true, I, I, I bought a new bed. I bought a queen-size bed for the very first time in my life. And uh, I was telling my parents about how much I liked it. And my mom's like, honey, why do you need a queen-size bed? How many women do you sleep with? Ooh. See, again, right there. See, no, white that people. that would never. My yeah. mom would never white say people that conversation. See, never. even in your conservative thing, they're talking never. about sleeping with each other Ugh. like it ain't no thing. Ugh. Well, no, she she was just said it in like a disgusting tone, like a disgusted tone. But still, that would never come up with me. Right. I also think it's a, I think it's an immigrant thing, too. I think immigrants, like, we don't discuss anything. Where and are your parents from? Romania. Okay. Yeah. All right. So back to the... Uh, coffin outrage <laughs> Sorry, <yes>. here. <laughs> the the founder, and I'm going to fuck this name up. His mm. name is Zbigniew Linder. <laughs> mm. Okay. Mm. We'll fuck it up. He, he said that, uh, quote, many people Wait, make a living. The Polish guy who, makes, <laughs> who fucking founded this company. <laughs> okay, it's spelled Z-B-I-G-N-I-E-W. So I think I might have yeah, been yeah, fucking no, I think fairly close. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever. Uh, he said, quote, many people make a living off of death. We just want to have some fun, unquote. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like he, he definitely accomplished that with this. Because, see, to me, this is, it's just kind of, it's good marketing. Because here's the thing. We found, we have to talk about this now in our show. And yeah. uh, not that anybody gives a shit about this podcast. But, like, the fact that it made the news in, in parts of Europe, I think, speaks to... <laughs> The fact that it's good marketing because people are talking about it. But would you be more willing to buy a coffin from this company than another company? See, here's the thing about this. And I really thought about this the other night. You know how like creepy dudes buy used women's underwear? Yes. Would you pay more for a coffin? <laughs> if you say yes, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I learned about nodding. this. Well, I learned that in Japan they have used underwear yeah, vending, vending machines. machines. So here's yeah, the thing. Yeah, what? I don't understand why I don't understand why all women aren't selling their underwear. I don't. And I, by the way, I don't. There's understand. a market for it, even in the states, dude. I know women who've multiple women who've sold their underwear I don't for hundreds why of dollars. We're not buying underwear and then just yeah. like and yeah. just saying they, that they're used and then just mailing them to Japan. I mean, I want, this is like a revenue stream. Why wouldn't anyone do this? Especially white I don't women. Have a good response. I should yeah. do it. Yeah. Why am I SAT tutoring? Right. What the, people are willing to pay you for your underwear. <laughs> All right. And, and you're, you're Jewish. This, this is a business opportunity. Your folks would be proud of you, right? Hey, stereotype mm -hmm. jokes. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but you couldn't talk to that about their foot to their folks mm -hmm. because the, because we have boundaries. So mm -hmm. yeah. Your mom's like, you wear underwear. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So would you buy the coffee? Well, no. So yeah. I was getting to that. So the thing is, is it, there's probably people out there. Let me ask you this, Sandeep, who, if they knew that it was like, the coffin from the calendar that like a naked hot girl posed on, would that be worth more money? In the same way that used panties in Japan are worth more money. I think this, I don't, I feel like this analogy breaks down. No, it does lot. not. It absolutely does not. You know, panties have the, have the, the pussy juices on it. You know, I, this, how do you know the coffins did? How do you know there's not some no, goth chicks who get like, off on this like, kind of stuff? It's like an intimate object. You probably have to pay more if the model has like been on top of the coffin. That's what I mean. 
is that like th- there has to be a market of dudes who who legitimately are like, yeah, when I die, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking sleep in the one that you know Hamalanishnikov or whatever Eastern European model posed naked on in 2018 for the calendar. I'm telling you that that that, that is that has to be a thing. Somebody thought that somewhere. It's not just me. They're just trying to sell all the coffins, not just that one <laughs> coffin. Well, yeah, but it gets people to come you know, to the like store. You know, like when you have the car, when they have like hot chicks like adver- you know, sitting on the – they're trying to sell the Honda Well, it's kind of like New York City apartments. There's bait and switch. You, you bring them into the coffin store with the hot naked girls, and then you sell them a different model. But you're not buying the coffin because there's a physical remnant of the model in the same way as the underwear. I think your analogy breaks down, Phil, I think. Oh. <sighs> If if there well, were if there well were never any model on <laughs> yeah. the actual coffin, would you be more likely to buy it because of the ad campaign? Like if it w- if it was guaranteed that it was that specific one that was no, in the if picture? it wasn't, if it wasn't, oh like the same model yeah, but yeah. not the 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 female mm-hmm. human model, yes, like this this okay, so the same ser- yes. the same okay, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, I mean it depends. I feel like if I were that kind of guy, I'd be like, no, I want that one, the specific yeah. one. <laughs> Um, but I feel like there's probably this similar model that 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 would be a lot cheaper that people would buy. I feel like we're getting into the intricacies of well, well this coffin, is what uh, this is the general. <laughs> this is just the general advertising theory of you know you have hot girls. Well, the general advertising theory is that people are talking about it because it made the fucking news because there are, are naked girls on top of coffins on a calendar, and I I, I think the marketing is is good, and and, and so you know what, uh, sex sells, man. So you know what? I'm going fake outrage. Okay. Uh, I was, I was. Sounds like you're the deciding vote. Yeah. At at the beginning of this, I was ready to go fake outrage, but Jess completely convinced me with her argument. I didn't even think about the parent. Yeah. You're, you're shopping with the families and then there's a naked girl and it's always weird. Well, no, the, the, the naked girls are not there at like the coffin store. They're just on the calendar. They're on a calendar. That's like on the wall or something. There's not like nude models trying, they're trying to sell you the coffin. If we're at the store, I think they're going to have the pictures of it's the It's not naked. a combination titty bar slash coffin store. <laughs> no, I think they're going to have pictures of the naked girls. Now that's a girls. business. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it is. It's they're like, going to have pictures of the naked girls on the coffin. Come see one last pair of tits before you die. You know you want to. <laughs> that would be a way to, you know, blow, you know, just get rid of all your change. Yeah, you can't take. accumulated in life. <laughs> yeah, you can't take your money with you. You might as well give it to yeah. Candy and Tiffany. Yeah, like, you know, like when you're at a, in a foreign country and you have to, like, just get rid of all your, like, <laughs> the last currency before you're, you see, at the airport, you're mm-hmm. just buying bullshit and then just throwing it at homeless people. Um, this is what, this is like, this is like your, when you're leaving life, you just have, like, all, all your spare change that you can just throw it away at the titty bar. <laughs> there we go. Oh, man. So, uh, real outrage. All right. So, I'm outvoted two to one. All right. Well, legit outrage in that one. Um, also, I would want to say there's a subsection of the outrage in this one uh, where there are apparently a couple of like men who are pissed off because the 2019 edition was the first edition to have a few male models mixed in with the female models. And so, now they're like, all right, this is now that's just too far. Like, naked girls is fine, but naked dudes, now you're just, I'm not gay or anything. Like, that's kind of their stance. Yeah, but on you this. know, women die too. So I think this is a smart move. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think women, women like to see naked dudes every now and then. And they die. Yeah. Although I do understand the demand for na- pictures of naked women is a lot higher than it is for naked men. But yeah, still. Anyway. Well, you just, you want like a, you want like a maybe top up like no women wants like really like stare at penises so yeah, dicks are ugly. but no but they were showing in the thing that a woman had her foot covering him up so like it was a tasteful male nude yeah yeah, yeah. 
Here we go. Very, yes, very, artistic. very, taste, very tasteful. If there's one word that describes this <laughs> uh, naked girl coffin company. Well, the pictures were very, high, very high quality and everything. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it looks like we're doing legit outrage in that one. Two to one. I've been outvoted. So we're going to move on now to where are we moved on to. Sonny? We're going to Taiwan. Ding, All ding, right. ding. We've had China. We haven't had Taiwan. Yeah. Uh, so police, there was outrage because police opened up an investigation to help solve the case of the missing $2 yogurt. Uh, <laughs> that's right. A woman, a student, uh, obviously, lived in a, she lived in student housing and she shared her apartment with five other women. Someone ate her yogurt and wouldn't fess up to it. So she fished the yogurt out of the garbage, went to the police station with the evidence, and the police agreed to take the case. And find out who stole her yogurt. So they got a DNA sample from the saliva of the yogurt and then took a DNA sample of all five roommates and, <laughs> and solved the case. <laughs> yeah, let me just say the, the, the clue version in Taiwan is a lot more boring. Well, I just want to say how safe of a neighborhood is this that the cops had time to fucking do this? Yeah, th- I, this is what it must be like in other countries where the, the police station, the detectives aren't busy solving 14,000 murders. They can just... <laughs> Oh, There's wow. just no gun violence. Like, oh, did, fuck. All right, we'll take the case. Did they say what flavor of yogurt it was? No, they didn't. Because depending on the flavor, I feel like that that's an appropriate response. Like, I'm going to the fucking cops about this. You know? If it's like blueberry versus... It's like, you can have my blueberry. Okay, you know, you can have my... But this was kefir my, lime, all right, Yeah, bitches? exactly. You just don't... Yeah, don't fuck with my key lime. That's a weird flavor. If it was like strawberry, I'd probably fight you for it. But if it was like vanilla or something, like whatever, you know? I, I, I can't believe... Are we, are we about I, to disagree on yogurt flavors? I Sunday? hate all yogurt. Can I just yeah. say that? I don't like any yogurt, especially with fruit. That's a hard pass. What uh, it, I just think yogurt commercials are really funny because they all picture women who really love yogurt sure. for some reason. Sure. Like, yeah. like this is a gender thing. They're yeah. always just, they're all like just fucking super skinny and they're, they're like bathing suits are falling off of them because they're, they're so thin and they're just always just popping yogurt into them and they're all carefree. Well, yogurt is like pretty fucking healthy, so that's not like the worst marketing campaign, right? I, I, I guess it's not as good as naked chicks on coffins, but I'm in favor of it. So the, the police uh, figured out which ruin it was. Yeah, and, and so the outrage was over what exactly? The fact oh, that there well, was this much effort put in. Yes, each DNA test costs a hundred dollars, so they spent five hundred dollars of taxpayer money. Not to mention the time <laughs> and the paperwork that the police the police's time. And, and so uh, a local unnamed police officer said using the test, the DNA test in the case was like, quote, using a cannon to shoot birds. It's not really in line with principle of proportionality. <laughs> well, you know what? Point. Okay. You know what? Let me, let me, let me support the person whose yogurt was being stolen in this because I'm a person who, and this is true. My roommate uh, is allergic to peanut butter. So I go out of my way to buy peanut butter foods. So he doesn't fuck with my food. Cause he's one of these guys who comes home like hammered at, like three in the morning. And like, I, then I have food missing the next day. Then he, like he pays for it. Shit. He's, he, he, like, that's cool. But here's the thing over what period of time would a $500 investment become worth it? How many cups of yogurt, like how many years was this person living with this person and how many yogurts did they steal? Because guaranteed, this was not the first time this happened. This was a chronic issue and the, whatever yogurt this was broke the camel's back. You know what I mean? Probably. Yeah, but she didn't pay the $500. So like the taxpayers paid the $500. Right. The taxpayers of Taiwan. Oh, so she's a moocher. Yeah. Mooching yeah, off I mean, the system. You, know, you don't pay the police to do, you know, when, when the police investigate something like if something got stolen, you don't have to pay them. It's a public service. I guess what goes back to my original question of like how awesome of a neighborhood is this where this is considered a crime? Yeah. 
Or what if there are lots of crimes and the police are like, no, we care more about this woman's yogurt than the actual real crimes that are going on. Yeah, it's like, okay, we got a prostitution ring over here and a guy who got murdered over here. But you know what? Somebody fucked with somebody's yo play. That person's going down. Maybe they're under pressure to not have cold cases and they're like, we know how to solve this one. And so then they (laughs) focus all their energy on the yogurt. Yeah, Yeah. you know, it's all about the numbers. You know, they just have to like, they they have like a quota. They have to like investigate 12 cases. So they're like, yeah, we'll take them. Then they're just cherry picking. They're going to pad their numbers because they figured it'll only take an afternoon or something. (laughs) Which it did. They found it and just did five (laughs) unique cases done. Now, what was the result? Did this person get kicked out of the apartment or are they like publicly shamed in some way? No, they didn't say. I mean, they people were just kind of up, upset that this <laughs> this happened. The not, people were like, "Why? Why did we care about this?" Um, so describe. My, the, okay, well, my, my question is this: Is that how did this story get big enough to where people kind of found out about it? Because most of the time, the only people that find out about police cases are people who read that part of the paper or are people that get bored and listen to police scanners. I don't know if you know anybody who does that, but I I do know people that do that. Mm. So, like, how? What was the the trajectory of this outrage? Was it a thing where somebody saw it in like the the the? Was this actually in the paper for like the the crimes report of the paper, or did somebody hear this on the scanner and like they got pissed off and tweeted about it? Like, did we know how this got out? Yes. Okay, well, how it get out? <laughs> One of those. Wow. <laughs> That is a type of hard-hitting journalism you get here at the fake outrage report. <laughs> I had made the papers because it's so ridiculous. I don't know how exactly. Yeah. Well, no, but like regular crimes make the paper anyway in the crime section. But like, did somebody see it and decide it was ridiculous and blow it up from there? I don't think the crime made the paper, but the fact that they did this investigation and, and paid money. I, and actually, I don't know how this. Be- I don't know how like someone broke the story. Maybe a. It's a hard-hitting journalist. Was also like just they didn't they didn't want to do the co- the the murders either. The police didn't want to do the murders. Basically, no one wanted to do the murders. <laughs> but yogurt theft. <laughs> we're, we're on top of that. Yeah. So the 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 case, the 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 detective named Ye Yuan said um <laughs> No, that's pronunciation. Okay. Well, India Indian's Asian technically, so he should be at least to kind of do that. Uh, definitely not, but uh I'll take it. <laughs> With two white people, you can't call me out on it. But um Hold on, you know what? I want to ask you, Jess. Is there an item that you find dear in your apartment that if one of your roommates fucked with, mm. you'd consider going to higher authorities about? Great question. No, I think yeah. if anyone in my apartment is going to be an awful roommate, it's going to be me. You know, like I'm the one who's messy. I'm the one who sneaks in people's like crackers at night. I'm not. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's you. Yeah. You were the fifth roommate. Yes, I'm the I'm the, mood, I'm, the, the yogurt. I'm the yogurt. Thief, yeah, which is why I don't want the police involved anywhere in these roommate arbitrations. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, he, well, so the guy said it's uh, unheard of waste of police and investigative resources, but he said it's difficult to follow the principle of proportionality when it comes to the rights and obligations of the people, the police still have to do it. So I, apparently they there's some rules that they can't say no or something happened. Something was exploited. Well, but- I think we have it here too. If you walk into a police station... Even if they don't take you seriously, they have to sit down and write down what you're saying. I do think that that's a law, right? Pretty much everywhere. I hope not. I don't know. I feel like if your kid goes missing, like, don't you have to wait like a certain amount of time? Like, don't they like tell you to come back when they've been missing for a while longer? The yogurt? No, no, no. Like if your kid is missing, like you can't go to the police right away. You have to wait like a certain amount of hours. So it feels like there should be examples where the police can turn you away. And this, I feel like, should be one. I mean, I hope so. Because if it, in New York City, like, how much, like, nonsense is this going to come through? But I don't know. You might be right. Oh, I dude, if no that idea. happened here, I feel like there actually would be more outrage. Because this is a city that, you know, statistically, it's a safe city. But 
crimes happen a lot when you live in a, a fucking place with 8 million people and 20 million metro. Exactly. So people I hope they're turning living. away like nonsense. How, what you know? city was this in? I don't know. Okay. Cause I feel like the bigger, bigger the city this was in, the more legit the outrage. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like if this is like Stars Hollow, if you guys are Gilmore Heads, then that's like no, allowed. No, what's that? You know, Gilmore Girls, like if it's in like a small town where there's like one oh. cop and like five people, then I support yeah. this. It's so. Ty. Oh, it's Taipei is the city. Oh, that's big. Yeah, yeah that, big. that that yeah. that is a oh, wait. Isn't that a country? No, isn't that a section of China? <laughs> <laughs> it's a part of Hong Kong. I or okay. I mean, uh, Taiwan. Right. So uh, yeah, I think I think we're we're gonna go legit outrage in this one. Is that right? Uh, yes, I was gonna go look at legit. Yeah, yeah. This is a ridiculous use of taxpayer money. I've yeah. gotten weapon with the Thai the Taiwan people. All right. There we go on that one. And before we get to the super fun part of the show where we ask our guests what they're outraged about, quick shout out to editor Dan, who just texted me a minute ago and said that uh, our show is basically going to be sounding super fancy from now on. He's got a new new algorithm, a new software or something he's working with. So big shout out to editor Dan. Editor Dan. Yeah, we got to get him on the show one of these times. If he's ever fucking bored enough to come down to New York on a weekend, we got to do that. That'd be fucking fun. Because he, he, he's a poor bastard who actually has to listen to this, to this show every week. He's obligated. No one else is. He has to. Anyway, yeah. So shout out to him. Uh, so let's get let's get to the uh, the closer as we always do. Jess Fleischer. Yeah. Is there anything you're currently outraged about, pissed off about here in the universe? Okay. So I thought about this. It's not a news story, but I was thinking, what am Doesn't I? Have to be. What am I very outraged by? And what would these two men like to talk about? Um, not the same thing, though. You know what I mean? Like what I picked is not something that probably either of you care about. No, no, no. But it's, what, I, it's, but it's what I'm currently most upset about. And that is uh, the bachelors returning to TV in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and he, they picked the worst person they could possibly yes. have picked. He's just a trash. Uh, just no charisma, no likability, fame whore. He's a virgin. And it just. We don't want to see well, him. Who better? It's, it's returning, so it hasn't even come on yet. But you, you already know well, all this stuff about the guy because they pick the new leads who are contestants on the previous season. So he's already been a contestant, and he's been on two different versions of the show. And I'm already outraged at how much I'm going to have to watch of him in the new year. He's a virgin. He is a virgin. Well, yes. who better to be on that show then? I mean, who you got to get him laid before he becomes an incel. Here's the problem. He's not like a religious version where you're like, okay, like that's fair. He's like, I was an athlete, so I was too busy to have sex with anyone. And that does not make sense. What? No, it doesn't make any sense. No. You're required to be fucking getting laid if you're if you're that roided out. People become athletes so that they can get laid. Yeah, well, what that's the whole that point. That doesn't make any sense at all. No. No. You just say to admit that he was kind of awkward. But you know, here's the thing, Sonny. Um, the Bachelor and the slash Bachelorette, mm -hmm. it is a hardcore underculture. And I've learned about this from a lot of women that I know, like women I've worked with, women, women I've dated, whatever. They, they get, it's, uh, it, it's actually, it, it's sort of an outrage culture. It's a category of outrage. It really is. Because we, didn't we do a story about seven or eight months ago about something that one of the dudes tweeted or something like that? I think we did. You know, I, I, the bachelor, it's something I, I hear about comics talking about, and yeah. I know it's part of the culture and I, I yeah. know nothing about this show. But I there's, do know that there was roses. Like a, there was like a racist guy who tweeted some things. Maybe that's what you're talking about. No, like well, I also know, well, there was the one that somebody did after the, whatever the show ended or whatever. Mm -hmm. But now I do know that there was, there was a lot of outrage because I guess the dude picked the wrong girl oh, last yes, season or yes, something yes, like yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he like told one girl he was picking her, and then mm -hmm. he was like, "Fuck you, J.K. LOL." Then went went off with the other girl. Yeah, so he picked one girl. Are you upset then he about changed. that, Jess? Are you outraged? I was outraged. <laughs> uh, I was outraged. 
I was not outraged that he changed his mind. Like you, I change my mind about things all the time. But then he dumped her on camera. Like she was like, "Oh, I'm just oh, coming, right. just coming to visit him, you know, just for fun." And not only did he dump her on camera, but he, I don't like he already talked to the other girl ahead of time to make sure that she'd be on board. So like he didn't, he didn't just break up and hope for the best. Like he knew that the other girl was going to take him back. That's well, not cool. That's just that's just good planning. I yeah, no, yeah, I'm on board you can't do that. that. You can't, you can't double check. That's already cheating. Then. So you're outraged. Uh, let's go back to your outrage, yes. though, because that, 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 that's old outrage. Sure. You're outraged that, that they picked the wrong mm. person. Now, it, I thought that the rule was whoever get, is the runner-up in the previous season no. is automatically... No. no, it's not the rule. It okay. could be runner-up, top three, number four, from another season, maybe. Yeah. No. Oh, so they, they, just, they, they just can't pick someone new? They must pick someone who's already been it's on. It's always someone who's already been on. Yeah, yeah. How do you... Oh, okay. Well, but you can become a... Con- Wait, how do you get on then in the first place? So the contestants are like new people. Like he's going to okay. have 25 new women or 30 new women. And then one of those 30 women is going to be the next bachelor. But why don't, but you don't, but you're not going to not watch it because you're going to love to hate him. Maybe that's what they're. Yeah. You're going to hate watch. I'm going to watch. Yeah. I, see, I don't eat, I don't find him attractive. I think he is <laughs> just full of shit and I hate him, but I'm going to watch. Obviously. Are you going to root for him to be matched up with the shittiest woman that you don't like? <laughs> You know, I re- I already I read spoilers. So I already know who he ends up with. Yeah. Sp- what I the know. fuck's the point in watching that? I don't know. But are you gonna are you gonna hope that she winds up being a shitty person? Oh, so. I'm gonna root against them. I hope are you gonna that hope they break she like up. turns out that no, like no no are you are you but the person that he picks are you gonna root that root for her to be shitty already? Yeah. Yeah, I hope that she like breaks his heart. Yeah. I just I think he's a fame whore. I think he's in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yes, as opposed to the. <laughs> People on The Bachelor who are just in it for the for the children. You know, back in my day, reality TV show contestants had morals, and they were uh, they were known as the most upstanding members of society. <laughs> yeah. Okay, they what is with in this? It just to be on, t- on yeah. TV. This is ridiculous. I mean, basically, the TV was just the camera was kind of a nuisance to them. They just wanted to live in the house with yeah. like five other people, <laughs> yeah, exactly, and yell and yell at who who took their yogurt. Look, he used to date a famous gymnast, Allie Raisman, who we asked out oh, in a public okay. fashion. He asked her out like via video. Like this guy oh, is just whore. looking yeah, right. for fame. You know, he's not in it. He doesn't. He's I'm pretty sure he's asexual. Like I don't like to speculate about people's sexualities, but there's something off with him. You're right. Because here's the thing. Guys like that. He's making a spectacle of like, hey, guys, look who I'm fucking mm. because I totally fuck guys. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Like, that's, fuck. His, that's his whole thing. So I guess he dated Allie Raceman. They didn't have sex. They did, and I'm very worried that he's going to talk about her on the season as like a reason for why he's not because she has all that like U.S. gymnast stuff going on. I don't want him to mention it. I I like want I want him to leave her out of it. How right. annoying would it be for a woman to date a guy who won't have sex with her? I'd be fine with it. <laughs> 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 that's fine. I don't care. Could we watch like TV and hang out? And that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All but, right, interesting. Sonip's getting turned on. He's like, <laughs> yes, finally, my soulmate. <laughs> no, he's the worst. You, and, he's so boring. Do you watch football? Yes. Because Sonip watches football. Do you like uh, chicken tikka masala? Yes. I just ordered it the other night. You guys are going to be the best matzo ball date ever. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I Bachelor on everything I want in a woman. Bachelorette outrage. I think that, that, that that's legit outrage because if you tell somebody that's fake outrage, you will get stabbed in public because they are... Uh, it's it's a real culture. It's a real thing, man. The, the, I read the Reddit like for the Bachelor every day. Yeah, it's yeah. a hardcore. It's mm-hmm. a hardcore culture, man. So I, you know, yeah, I'm on board with that. All right. So that this was uh, this is a lot of fun today. I think. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can email us and tell us how wrong we are at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Follow us at Fake Outrage Rep. One day we'll eventually start tweeting again. We fucking barely ever use that account. Uh, give us a killer review on iTunes if you have a chance, and you can follow Jess Fletcher online at 
at? Oh, yeah, I don't really do social media that much. I think my Twitter is at jfleisch, I think, but I haven't tweeted in forever. Yeah. Nice. And you can also. Yeah. Yeah, social media. What the hell are we doing? I, I, I think the internet has jumped the shark. Well, I guess you can find her on JSwipe also if you yes. really wanted to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. But before we go, Sandeep Sin, any parting thoughts? Oh, you can also find us at the Matzo Ball, <laughs> December 24th. <laughs> yes. Come one, come all. Yes. So actually, if you're Jewish. Yeah.